and welcome to The Catholic Journey. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from South Sacramento in the Sacramento Diocese. And what a beautiful Saturday afternoon it is here. I just looked at the, at the thermometer a few minutes ago and it uh, being 2.30 in the afternoon, it's 73 degrees out. There's a very slight breeze, cloudy skies, and I thought I would just connect with you for a few minutes before I load up on my motorcycle and go for a little cruise to uh, enjoy the day. Well, it's Saturday. Some of you will be going to Mass tonight. Some will be going tomorrow. And this weekend's a very special weekend. It is Palm Sunday, also known as Passion Sunday. So I thought I would share with you just a little reflection. And maybe you could think about it um, through this evening and tomorrow. And it'll give you something to maybe prepare for Mass. And I've always found for myself, and maybe you have too, that the more that we can prepare for that encounter that happens at Mass, really the more we get out of Mass. And it's kind of a funny um, way of thinking um, about the Mass. A lot of times people that are dissatisfied with the Mass, when you ask them why are they dissatisfied, they said, well, I didn't really get anything out of the Mass. And the first thought that goes through my head is, well, what did you put into the Mass? (laughs) How much did you how much did you prepare? How much did you really um, contemplate? Or how much did you examine your own conscience? How much did you look at your life? When you were preparing to go to Mass, were you really conscious about what you were bringing to that Mass, to offer to that Mass? And uh, and how did you participate in that Mass? Were you um, just filling room upon the bench Or were you actually engaged spiritually, mentally, and physically in the Mass? But those are just my thoughts. I think that's something that is personal to all of us and that we need to uh, maybe ponder that from time to time. Well, what I'm going to share with you is 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 actually a homily, but we'll use it as a reflection for us today. But it's uh, it's for the uh, Palm Sunday, and this could be used for either A, B, or C year. And um, it really focuses on joy amidst suffering, the paradox of Palm Sunday. So let's jump right in. Today we are in the middle of a paradox. On one hand, we are filled with joy. As Jesus enters Jerusalem, throngs of people rejoice. The promised Savior has finally come. The Messiah is here. Redemption is at hand. But then, on the other hand, we turn towards the sorrowful narrative of our Lord's rejection, suffering, and death with His Passion. Palm Sunday is also Passion Sunday. It is a solemn, silent moment. How can a day of triumph be filled with both joy and sorrow? Because what seems to be Christ's defeat is actually His victory, the victory of everlasting love. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. That's what Jesus taught, and that's what he did in his passion, to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that his love for us has no limits. The angels sang, Glory to God in the highest, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And now the people sing, Hosanna in the highest, as Jesus enters Jerusalem. Both entrances were motivated by God's love, the same love that led him 
to be obedient to the Father, even to the point of death, so as to reverse the disobedience of Adam, pay the price of our sins, and rescue fallen mankind from hopelessness and injustice. We have solved our paradox. The source of our sorrow is sin, our sins, the cause of Christ's suffering. But the source of our joy is Christ's love, the very reason joy, the very reason Jesus was willing to suffer, and the very power that, through his sacrifice on the cross, conquers our sins. And so Christians can always live inside the paradox of Palm Sunday, can always find joy, the joy of Christ's limitless love, even amidst the profoundest sorrows. Everyone knows the expression, hindsight is twenty twenty, but the paradox of Palm Sunday actually gives us twenty twenty foresight. Only God knows the details of the future, but through the mystery of Christ's death and resurrection, he has already revealed to us the general pattern. We know that, as long as we stay united to Christ through prayer, the sacraments, and obedience to his will, all of our crosses, our sufferings, failures, and frustrations will be transformed into resurrection. And that knowledge gives us all the wisdom and strength we need for our journey through life. Pope Benedict explained this in his last encyclical letter, Saved by Hope. In this letter, he explained that faith is hope. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the proof of things not seen. The Pope described what this means on a practical level. He explains that through faith, in a tentative way, or as we might say, in embryo, there are already present in us the things that are hoped for, the whole, true life. In other words, our faith in Christ gives us certainty that Christ promises of healing, justice, and everlasting happiness will come true, just as his promise about his resurrection came true. And so, because of that certainty, we can begin to experience that fullness of life even while we carry our crosses through this fallen world. And so, the more deeply we believe in the mystery Christ has revealed, eternal life and resurrection of the faithful, the more easily we can find meaning in our past, joy in our present, and confidence to walk towards the future with a 2020 vision of Christian hope focused always on Christ. So, during these days, the Holy Spirit wants to teach how to live this paradox more deeply. He will do so as we spend more time with Christ in personal prayer and come together for the special liturgies during the week. If we live this week well, seven days from now, we will know Christ's love for us much better, and so we will better be able to experience true Christian joy, even in the midst of life's trials. We should be grateful for the freedom we have in this country to celebrate Holy Week, 
a freedom not all Catholics enjoy. And we should also be grateful for our faith, that precious gift which is key to living these days fruitfully. But there are many people around us who do not have this faith. Each of us knows some of them, neighbors, colleagues, even family members. Maybe no one ever told them about Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Redeemer. Maybe life's challenges made them fall into temptation, trading in their true Christian faith for some other, more fashionable worldview. Whatever the reason, the facts remain. They don't have palm branches in their hands today. They are not sharing in Christ's victory, not even a little bit. They are like the people in the gospel who came up to the rejoicing crowds and asked, What? Who is this? What's going on? Is there any better way for us to celebrate this holiest week of the year than by answering that question? By telling them who Jesus is and who he wants to be for them. Pope John Paul II, Pope John Paul the Great, used to say that the best way to grow in our faith was by giving it away to others. This week, strengthened by our celebration today, let's put that theory to test. Christ's victory is way too precious to keep to ourselves. Well, I want to thank you for listening. I hope that gives you something to think about for your Saturday afternoon, evening, and Sunday to prepare yourself for the miracle, the mystery of the Holy Mass. So maybe in a special way, maybe you already do this, but if you don't, maybe with a little bit extra effort, think about your life. Think about your relationship with Christ. Think about your happiness, your peacefulness, and your tranquility in your life and what it is and who it is that can do that for you. I think that's something that we should all ponder from time to time and this time of Lent should be a time of quiet, a time of peacefulness, a time of sacrifice, a time of prayer, and a time of sharing our gifts and talents with others. So I hope you have a great afternoon. God bless you and may God forever keep you signing out from the Catholic Journey.